RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. You see what happens all the time? Problems. Technical problems. My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for all your support and hanging out and doing, you know, the part, your part, to keep the show going and growing and, yeah, and putting up with all of this. All of, this is the liberal media, though. Isn't it discouraging? Right? Because, well, I don't know. You see, you don't see Sean Hannity having to put up with this shit. You don't see freaking Diamond and Silk. No, they have producers and they have a whole, they have studios. They have billionaire benefactors. And that's why. So, all right. I think it's working now. Yeah, right, right as I went on air. I don't know what the hell happened. Something happened, and everything went to hell. Because, all right, I, I think know. we're going now. We're going. Yes. All right, good, good, good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Doing it live. Just like Bill O'Reilly, I'm doing it live. All right. Why not? I said, all right, this is unapologetic. Liberal talk on the right side of history decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity, really. I We did a show on Saturday, our usual regular, regularly scheduled show. So during the week, we'll do as many shows as, as I can, as many shows as possible. So um, that will depend on you know, the support. This is a completely viewer-funded show, all right? And if you wanted to keep going and growing, I, uh, I I need your support. So go to patreon.com slash Tara Devlin and become a patron or sh- share the show with your friends, give the show a good review on iTunes. I'm, I know, I have to say all of these things. You have to. You do. I know it's annoying. It annoys me. You have to plug it into uh, and you just gotta you that's right that's it that's it you gotta plug the goddamn show because you gotta you know what it is that's what it is that's what i've learned with um dealing with the internet and social media and whatnot um is i've learned that it's very difficult to get people to to do things not i mean i'm the same way you get inundated by incessant requests so you tune it out that's why i have to repeat this shit i mean all right i don't even care anymore all right guys so let's see so we're we're gonna keep it short and sweet that's what i thought maybe i was gonna i was juggling should i do a show tonight there's every day the news comes flying at us at uh, 90 miles an hour and I'm I'm thankful that we don't have Twitler in the White House, but he's dangerous, and so are the rest of the Republican death cult. Do don't make any mistakes. I don't know if you guys listen to Tom Hartman. I listen to Tom Hartman uh, a lot. I I appreciate his work. And today he was discussing uh, basically what we talk about here that the that that we're um, in big trouble, that fascism is um, 
how do you, it's like it's uh, what am I? How do you put it? Is it it's it coming to America? I think it's here. Whether it takes root and usurps permanently the the government that um, you know that was entrusted to us, that's another. Uh, I guess that's a more will be revealed, but more <laughs> more will be required. That's one of the sayings in the rooms, right? More will be revealed, but more will be required. And yeah, that certainly has um, the, the case in point when it comes to what we're up against. We we don't have the luxury of tuning out. I've been hearing this a lot, people saying, oh, I got to tune out. I suppose you have to walk that fine line. I, I guess I should do that more often. I don't know. Walk the fine line between self-care, because you got to take care of yourself, and, but you also have to remain engaged. I, I don't know. I have to think about that more, because I, f I cannot tune out. Um, this is how they get away with what they get away with and how we've gotten into this boat. If more people were politically engaged, we, we'd have a better chance because there are more of us. There are more normal people than there are fascists and morons and pricks and racists and all of the uh, uh, um, assorted monstrosities that run around in the right wing. But, all right, whatever, we'll talk about this more. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. If you guys are on other channels, we have uh, most of the people who are I'm going to talk to during the show are on the YouTube chat at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster. All right, yeah, so let's see. What was I going to talk about tonight? So there's, there's a few things. It's concerning that... You know this was happening. This the the dishonorable pricks on the Supreme Court, the illegitimate Supreme Court justices are now going to hear a uh, an abortion case because this is this is their agenda. And uh, you know, it makes you wonder what what's going to happen when they finally do overturn Roe v. Wade. The the majority, just like everything else that the Republicans stand for, the majority of the American people do not want what they're peddling. Not they don't want what they're pushing down people's throats. We know how they like to use that phrase. Everything's being shoved down their throats because, frankly, they shove everything down off effing throats. They're the minority. They represent a minority view. They represent fewer people. And they basically, and they receive fewer votes, most importantly. And I have to ask all the time, how much longer are we going to take it? I, I'm, at least I feel a little bit um, optimistic. I'm using that uh, very generously. I'm not completely optimistic, but I'm optimistic with the fact that people are pointing out that the Republicans are a minority, that they, I've been saying that for years, you know, but 
all right, better late than never to the party. But I hear this uh, on the corporate media now, sometimes, not all the time, but how um, the the right wingers represent a minority peop, um, minority um, segment, uh, not you know they receive, and also they receive fewer votes, and they're still in the majority. And how how uh, that is a reflection of the corruption, and um, yeah, how they've also gerrymandered the system. It's uh, it reflects the fact that we've given the right wingers from the inception of this country just too much power, entirely too much power, and they need to be uh, put in their place. Which is their place is the the dustbin of history. Not just I mean they, let's well, I'll settle for a permanent minority party. Really, I, I don't want to hear this crap. We talk about this all the time. How uh, the American people need a Republican Party? We need R- really why? What have they ever done? Now they're just outright uh, like abandoning every pretense of being decent people. I guess no, maybe that's not a hundred percent. They have the pretense of, they pretend to be decent with their faux religious bullshit. Like Lauren Boebert the other day quoted, or not quoted, she tweeted out, um, what's your favorite Bible verse? Really? That's the one with the backdrop of uh, an arsenal behind her, a, a bunch of assault weapons strewn haphazardly on the wall and on a shelf. Like, if this weren't a, um, if this weren't real life, I would, uh, I would find it amusing. It's over the top. It's, it's beyond comprehension. I, I guess that's why people tune out. Maybe it's just too much. But look, look at what they are. Who has a backdrop of uh, assault weapons? And you go on your Zoom call, and that's the the choice that you put in front. I mean, and you're, and then you're gonna qu- quote the Bible to me, you prick. Excuse me, God, God. What's your favorite Bible quote? I mean, let's go on. We let's count. How many Bible quotes will um, prove, basically, just how much the Republican Party are the hypocrites Jesus warned us about? Just like they are the enemies from within that the founders warned us about. Are we going to go, what about the hypocrisy? That's what Jesus said, the hypocrites. Go pray in your closet. How about... um, yeah, the rich man. It's uh, easier for a rich man to go through the eye of a, need- a needle than get into heaven, meaning that it's impossible. Oh, my God. Uh, what's your favorite Bible quote? What? Um, I'm sure. Quote me something about Republican Jesus. When I was a stranger, you built a wall. 
When I was hungry, you um, called me a taker. When I was, I mean, what's the other one? When I was, I mean, I, I wrote this. I actually wrote that um, Republican Jesus thing that Tom Hartman quotes a lot. Well, I called it Republican Jesus at the time. At the time, let's see, Republican Jesus. Where it must be? I just googled it. See if I can find the image that I created. Gee, you didn't know that about your little uh, Tarabuster host, did you? That I make things and I share them on the web. Where the heck is it? I don't find it. Let's see. Republican Dirty Tricks. Republican Dirty Tricks. Hmm. I'll find it. Oh, here it is. Here's something. I'll show you the one I made here. So you could see it. And next time you see it online, I see I see some of these memes and, that I've made over the years online. Here's one. For example. That's one I made right here. See that? There's Republican Jesus. I made that image. <laughs> yes, Father, I healed the money changers and threw the sick and lame out of the temple, tripling fourth quarter profits. See, he's on a he's on a cell phone. He's a nice businessman, business attire. Because that's what being a Republican Jesus is all about. It's in there, if Jesus came back, he'd be a businessman. He'd be an entrepreneur. But that wasn't exactly the meme I was looking for. I did this other meme of Republican Jesus. I don't know, whatever. Reap. Let me see if I can find it on my... Everybody hang out for a second. Just relax in the chat room. Everybody, There's like a riot going on. No, I'm only kidding. I, I didn't obviously I didn't plan on talking about this it just came up and it made me remember right I found it but it won't open. anyway hmm compassionate conservative in action oh here it is here's a few there's a few others Let's see if I could show you my screen. See, alt-right Jesus. Hate the poor, worship money, ignore the sick, enrich the rich, expel the stranger, throw lots of stones, and love thyself above all. I forget this love your neighbor as yourself. No, no, love thyself and nobody else. That's the Republican Jesus. That's the Republican way. Selfish. Selfishness is the Republican, is the only Republican value. Selfishness, greed. Oh, here we go. I found it. See, look, Republican Jesus. Well, Republican Jesus. I was thirsty, 
So you allowed corporations to pollute my water. I was vulnerable, so you made it legal for banksters to exploit me. I was a prisoner, so you denied me human rights and tortured me. I was disabled, so you allowed Wall Street to raid my social security. I was hungry, so you reviled me and called me a taker. I was old and tired, so you raised my retirement age. I was sick, so you repealed my health insurance. I was a stranger, so you deported me and built a wall. That's them. So don't don't give me your Bible quotes, Lauren Boebert. You're so tedious. Aren't you sick of them? How much longer are we going to take it? Really? The hypocrisy, the, the stunning and utter, uh, over the top, the, um, the, the boundless, the endless hypocrisy is probably most uh, annoying, to put it mildly. But we, it's like we have to ignore it. The elephant in the room is the mental illness of the Republican Party. It's not just Marjorie Taylor Greene. They're all sick. And they are making us sick. They're making the country sick. Yeah, I want to show you. Okay, so, yeah, they're coming after um, privacy rights. That's what Roe v. Wade is. They're, like they do with everything else, they will whittle at the your freedoms until... It, they before you know it, it's you're you're it's gone. I can't talk. Why can't I talk? Come on, come on, talk. But that's what they do. They they undermine like termites in the in the in the house, eating at the foundations until the entire thing collapses. This is what they do. It doesn't matter that over sixty percent of the American people say. Get your filthy Republican noses out of our doctor's offices, please. Out of our private medical decisions, please. Out of our uh, life decisions. If you don't want abortions, keep your filthy fucking nose out of people's lives. But do, do support the policies that that deter abortion, not kill women. And send women into dangerous situations. And that's what they're doing. Trust me. Once they get their, their corrupt, their, their unfit clutches around Roe v. Wade, that's, it's over. That's Amy Coney Barrett's entire reason for life. Herself. They are unfit. They've been stuffed onto the Supreme Court to rule over us, over the majority of the American people that don't want anything that they're peddling. We've decided this. You know how many women are alive because of Roe v. Wade? You want to go backwards? That's what they want. Let's take us all back. Back to the bad old days. Because guess what? Republican women... It's not about, uh, they don't give a crap about life. Are you serious? 
if they if they loved life so much, then what? Then why don't they act like it? Why, if they hated abortions, then why don't they make a uh, stop blocking the policies that lower the rates of abortion? Jesus Christ. If, if they love life, I mean, these I'm thinking about this now as I'm saying this. I'm thinking that these are the, the, the people who supposedly love life so much, for example, that here now in um, I think it's South Carolina. So let me look this up. Yes. South Carolina law forces prisoners De- on death row to choose between lethal injection and the firing squad. Yeah, they love life, you see. But they they are unfit. They don't seem to understand that what they're... what this says? Firing squad? What year is this? Where do we live? Why not um, break somebody on the wheel? How about that? Pull out the Iron Maiden. Why not? I'm sh- and they would be all for it. It's And it's not about what somebody's crimes may or may not have been. We, first of all, we know that they are, we, this country have, has put innocent people to death. Which is, a dis- which is disgusting. And in fact, the right-wing Supreme Court doesn't agree with that. They think that if there are some people who are accidentally put to death, oh well. Chances are they're probably people with darker pigment, and that's just the way it is in this racist-ass country. So if that's the case, all the more reason not to have a death penalty. Because it says everything about us not about what the the person who committed the crime trust me i would like to if somebody hurts somebody my people i love my animals my what if i see somebody hurting an animal i would like to murder them i know i'm only human but i think that as a society we have a duty to 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 bring out the better in each other and not become the monsters we're trying to eradicate from our society. But they don't seem to understand that. So when you pass laws that say um, you're making people choose between lethal injection because there are, they're having trouble finding the, the drugs to kill people. So th- they're sick. Because people are sick. People don't want to be involved with this anymore. Physicians don't want to be involved. The pharmacists, they don't want to be involved in killing people. So they're having trouble getting these drugs. So now they're going to choose between a firing squad. Why not? uh, I mean, bring back the guillotine then. Do there's this many abhorrent ways that people can die. Why don't you bring out the uh, artillery guns? That's what Kim Jong-un did. 
I know you know how Twitler is so enamored with that kind of behavior, so I'm sure you are too, Republicans. Just get bring out the artillery gun and blow them to smithereens. Jesus Christ. And I do I mean I do believe uh, I you guys know, I mean I'm I should be better a better person, <laughs> I feel. Especially, I not that especially whatever you you guys know I I practice Buddhism, but I do have a hard time with the whole um, everybody has the Buddha nature. That's one of the overarching principles. Because I'm like, yeah, what about somebody like a Ted Bundy or something? You know, like somebody like that. I don't think that person deserves to live. I get it, but. To put, uh, yeah, and I'm not shedding a tear over the execution of Ted Bunny. And I mean, that's how the uh, these ethical conversations, um, you can always you could push them far enough, and you'll. It's it's exactly why, when for example, when Bernie Sanders says uh, prisoners should vote, should participate in elections, which they do all over the world, by the way, not in uh, crazy socialist countries, but most countries, prisoners are able to vote as well, because part of being in prison is to re- rehabilitate and you're, you want your, your, um, your future neighbors, hopefully, to be um, to be rehabilitated and have a vested interest in the society, right? So, um, so when Bernie Sanders proposes, yeah, we, I think prisoners should be able to vote. Then they start running ads all over in different, depending on the um, local crime. Like for example, in uh, in Boston, they would say. They Bernie Sanders wants the the Boston bombers to vote, and, and this and it's like the same way the uh, anti-choice, anti-privacy monsters uh, show pictures of uh, of fetuses and whatnot to, for the shock, and because you get that visceral revulsion, but um. Anyway, it's all about what we are. So bringing back the firing squad is what, what, what kind of monsters are they turning us into? You know, and it's, it's like, for example, when, um, when the, uh, what I, what was previously the worst president of my lifetime George W. Bush, before they opened the trap door and we went down 15 levels into Dante's uh, swirling hellscape, um, when they were torturing uh, prisoners, and, you know, it's not about... It's not about what they did. Oh, well, we want to... We will move heaven and earth to save... One American life, which you know is bullshit, but um, it's not about them. Oh well, they what? Look what they did! Look, they flew. Which you know, of course, I'm using this broadly. 
but they flew planes into towers. They're terrorists. They don't deserve rights. That that turns us into the equivalent of them. You know what I mean? So, all right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Everyone, relax. Yes, Marjorie Taylor Greene. No Buddha there. That's right. That's for sure, Jim. That's why I'm like, I have a hard time with that one. I really, really do. So, maybe not in the, uh, not in this lifetime, right? That's the thing. Maybe in another lifetime. But yeah, they got a long way to go. But, but the whole thing with these Republicans, one of the things I want to talk about tonight is uh, Ricky Schroeder. Um, he's just a case in point. And I have to... Wait, hold on. If you... If you, I don't know if you saw, he harassed a, a Costco employee and he put it on social media. These people think they're, they think they're freedom fighters. That's what's so pathetic. So they go around, of course, on the internet, typing so tough on the government R&D taxpayer-funded created internet machine that we, uh, we the people, uh, through our socialist tax dollars created through government research and development. And to it, it, the, that irony never escapes me, um, how these fascists love to go on to the internet machine and decry, um, decry government, really. But, um, yeah, I decry the, I, I decry their government. I decry authoritarianism, but so the CDC lifted the mask mandate, whatever, everything's confusing and the Republicans will never miss an opportunity to add to that confusion and, and to make that confusion turn what might be. Um, just a minor inconvenience into a federal goddamn case because they have to they have to exploit uh, whatever divisive fish, the fissures of disunity as as Henry Wallace discussed they can't they're not I mean the the thing that's so it's not ironic it's expected but it's so tedious they're they're whining about the mask mandates. All right, hold on a second. Let the music pass. They're whining about people wearing masks, right? But these are people. These right wingers never wore masks to begin with, so they're offended, though, that you might still be wearing a mask and maybe a store. And if this store still has a mask mandate, and these are the same people who um, injected themselves with bleach. I'm not kidding. We know that happened. The same people who, uh, what, they drank bleach, they they OD'd on hydroxychloroquine, the same morons, in an, in an overabundance of caution, 
they drank bleach and ended up in the emergency room and some of them died because of their dumb furor told them to um, to maybe hey disinfect on the inside almost like a cleaning what kind of crap is this and these idiots drink bleach not all of them i understand that but it's not you don't see democrats drinking bleach did you no, it was the Trump Anzies. The same idiots who s- stockpiled hydroxychloroquine. I mean, to think about all of the, the, the things we've had to endure. The, forget the pandemic. For the past, however, over a year. Not only did we have to endure the pandemic, but then we had to endure the unfit tedious unfit lying pricks who who forget it if we if we didn't have um a change in leadership at this time don't uh, don't be don't whatever what's the word i don't know we would look like india right now there's no doubt because twitler one of the things if you listen to him or get his 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 rantings on telegram he's he's obsessed with of course i mean he's obsessed with him um, not getting credit for the vaccine he didn't do anything what he signed a, a bill and they named it operation warp speed that's the least you can do that's the least anyone can do. That's like, well, that's what Republicans do, right? Sort of like Rudy Giuliani on 9-11. He walks around downtown after the attacks of 9-11. So he walks around downtown because the command center was blown up thanks to his inept leadership putting it in a spot that was already attacked once before. You know, that's real... That's some real Republican thinking there. So he go, he's walking around. They catch him on camera, and he becomes America's mayor. Same thing here. We get the the tedious tax cheating, draft dodging con man who signs a bill and calls it Operation Warp Speed, and then the private companies. They, like Pfizer, who had to come out and say, we had nothing, the government had nothing to do with our vaccine. We didn't take any funds. We had nothing to do with Operation Warp Speed. But there goes the roosters out there taking credit for the sun coming up. But, but that's Twitler whining about, oh, no one is giving me any... They're not giving me credit. Oh, yeah, we're going to give him credit for telling us that... uh, Remember how it was all going to disappear, like a dream. How by Easter, Easter Sunday... Oh, because Easter is a very special day for him. So special, ladies and gentlemen, that he spent it playing golf with Rush Limbaugh. All right. That's how special it is. Oh, my God. Here, look. Telegram. This was... I I, got to tell you, it's funny. 
I don't know how uh, I didn't purposefully set up the notifications on this account, but it has its own little ding. But this thing is always this thing is dinging. There's only one ding. It dings, and I know it's Twitter. But this dings like off the hook. It's like bing, bing, like every maybe three hours, four hours, bing, 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 and it's like the stupidest, most inane ramblings of a moron like breaking news here's the latest from twitler's telegram account new polling by cbs news on the state of the republican party which is very strong he writes with exclamation point in parentheses quote president trump has a strong hold on the gop 80% of Republicans agree with the removal of Liz Cheney and only 20%. This is what he's writing. They all love me. That's basically what he's saying. Republicans said that they do not consider Sleepy Joe to be the legitimate winner of the 2020 presidential election. This is what he's writing. This fascist prick. This lying fascist prick that used to be the so-called president, despite receiving fewer votes. And now we're standing here in a country that wants to be free and wants to have a decent society and, a, and where people live a decent middle class life in unity and and civility in the very least. And here comes the Amy Coney Barrett's and the Neil Gorsuch's and the Kevin Nopes of Earth, the illegitimate, no honorable uh, sycophants, you know, banging on the doors. Uh, and, and remember in 2000, that Kavanaugh was one of the scumbag. Well, so was Roberts. No, wait, no, he wasn't banging on the doors. Roberts was one the one of the lawyers arguing Bush v. Gore, and Kavanaugh was one of the scumbags down there banging on the door while people were trying to count the votes. Now the now the pricks on the Supreme Court, and he's all um, he likes beer. I hear. He likes beer. <sighs> oh, God help me. There's so many things that get me upset. Wow. Listen to this. This is what Twitler writes. Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. So he says, uh, Republicans said that they do not consider sleepy Joe Biden to be the legitimate winner of the 2020 presidential election. I agree with them 100%. Here's the circle jerk of fascism. Oh, you agree with them. So they are taking your word for it, the con man's word for it. Why don't you just sell them Trump Network Vitamins? This goes to show you guys, it does how sick the Republican Party is and have uh, and have always been. Because if this was the Trump Network vitamin scam, it would just go bankrupt, like the rest of his scams. But he found a, a, a pool of true morons here to exploit. So he can he put his his filthy lies into a, a group of people who were already susceptible to being duped 
look at who they were already voting for. They are, you know, so that all says right there, they're a bunch of suckers. And here comes the king of the con men. Really, to make them, uh, to exploit them. Like the, the morons they are, to tickle their racist funny bones. I mean, that's how they get in. The fissures of disunity. The races. It's all about race to them. You, and that's why they're like, oh, everything's about race. You're always calling us racist. Everything's racism. Because it is. It's not like we can't come up with any other ideas. It's, it is what it is. It's the truth. Take some responsibility. That's it. The party of res- of personal responsibility. Take some responsibility, please. I agree with them 100%. Joe Biden didn't win. So now he's saying, oh, it's not him who's saying that they didn't, that Joe Biden didn't win. It's the people don't believe it. Where did they get that idea from? I wonder. And it's the circle jerk of fascist corruption. They jerk each other. I mean, I have to keep, well, I'm trying to keep it cleaner. All right. So, well, you know what I'm saying. And thank you, Stephen Lee, for your super chat. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Stephen Lee says, mmm, beer. I like beer. You're just like Brett Kavanaugh. Could you imagine? That's that's white privilege right there. That's Republican privilege. Could you imagine? You know how, um, what's his name? Donald Trump Jr., he has that book, Liberal Privilege. All right, let's play the game. Liberal Privilege. Let's take a liberal. Any, pick a liberal, please. Hold on. Oh, I'm exhausted. Pick a liberal, any liberal, and um, let's have a pretend confirmation hearing where the liberal says, I like beer, all right? Please. As if that would happen. Put anybody up there. Any of the people that Joe Biden nominated in any of the, uh, in his cabinet, in his diverse cabinet, these morons, I mean, I'm not a near attendant fan, you know that, at all. But they were all so triggered because of near attendance mean tweets. Well, I didn't see her screaming, I like beer. Or crying like a, oh, God. Just think about that. Imagine any woman getting up there. And sniveling, crying, banging the desk, screaming, I like beer. What a disgrace, these people. What they've done to this country, look at that. That is, in itself, just says how sick this country is. And it's because of them. You know how we get better? We don't take it anymore. We, it's like a child. You, know, you ever you ever go to a, a store with a kid and the kid has a tantrum? What do you ha- what do you do? What does the kid want? I want this toy. You gotta leave them. You gotta take. I mean, leave the store with the kid. You can't stay, right? 
You don't put up with the shit. You don't turn around and say, okay, here's your toy. Please stop screaming. Stop uh, embarrassing me in front of the whole store. Stop putting on a, sh a show and a scene. You don't buy them the toy. It's the same thing with these, these morons. You don't give them what they want. So what? They're going to they're gonna go, go on their propaganda channels and they're going to lie. They will. They do. They have. It will never stop. We have to keep moving on b without them. As usual, like we've done from the damn inception of Earth. I mean, God damn it. From the minute we crawled out of the ooze, we've had these 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 conservatives and I'm just saying that to be nice snapping at our heels whining and whining and lying and, and conniving and dragging dragging us back to the ooze that's what they're like there's so much better in the ooze remember life in the ooze everyone was happy and brilliant and we all knew our place Holy Christ. Here's let's let's go into Ricky Schroeder. Not literally. <laughs> Let me tell you, I you guys know I grew up on Staten Island. So he, Ricky Schroeder is around the same age as me. And I remember him as a child. I remember him he was like a big deal, you know, cuz he was like a famous child actor. And he lived on Staten Island. And I remember, I have images of him, like memories of him at school and stuff. And um, whatever, who cares? He's just, Staten Island is, uh, is a very um, interesting place. It is a Republican borough, but I'm living proof that you don't have to be like that. You know what I mean? Just because you're surrounded with a bunch of morons. So I guess in that way, I understand what it's like to be a normal person in a red state, in a, so to speak. Even though, I mean, New York is is blue. The the, the Staten Island is real. Is like man. It's a sociological experiment in in sickness. And I remember, now that I'm saying this, I remember when the the Brett Kavanaugh hearings were going on, you know, speaking of I like beer, and they went to Staten Island to interview some Trump Trumpanzees, as they do, you know, because you always got to check in with the Trump Trumpanzees. What are they thinking? What are they doing? What are they feeling? Have they changed? Are they grown? Are they, have they learned anything? Let's check in with the tyrannical minority death cult. What are they feeling? Let's get their temperature. Do they think the earth was 6,000 years old or whatever? What do they think now? God. And they interviewed somebody at a supermarket that I know quite well. And they, they asked this lady what she thought she was working behind the counter of like the deli section of the supermarket. And she was like, 
Oh, I think it's terrible what they did to him. We're talking about Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, it's so... It was such a travesty. I don't think she used that word, but she was like... It was so... Um, it was awful what they did to him. What they did to him. What they did to the poor put-upon, I like beer, sexual predator. Oh, yeah. Not that what they did, what he did to uh, Dr. Ford... You see, and that's another thing uh, that's just another pathology concerning the right wing, especially right wing women. You have to be, in order to be a right wing female, you have to be a bigger misogynist than the regular run of the mill um, closet case white male in the Republican Party. And there are a lot of closet cases in there. Not all, but there are a lot. And, uh, but uh, they're all damaged in some way. Sexually damaged, of course, too. Part, it's part of it. They're, there's something fundamentally wrong with them. And to be a Republican woman, you have to think that you're the victim. You know who's the most, you know who the Republican woman, the Republican woman thinks that the, the most, um, victimized minority group in the whole country. You know who they are. It's the white man. Oh yeah. That's what they think. And and if whether you're if you're somebody with darker pigment, if you're a, a female of uh, uh, in the Republican party, you have to agree with that. You have to you got to be oh poor baby. Poor little baby. It's anyway. All right. <sighs> Calm down, Devlin. We got a nice chat room going. If you're on any other channel, come over to YouTube.com/slash C for channel/slash Tarabuster. I see a lot of cool people in the chat room. All right, so I'm trying to find the goddamn thing. So Ricky Schroeder, I remember, is uh, sad. It's sad how how sick people are. So, you know, the CDC came out and said, you don't need to wear masks outside. I don't know. It's all, it's all different confusing messages. And I live in New York, and... So the CDC said you didn't have to wear a mask outside. And the first time I went out without, I mean, I, I had my mask, but I had it, you know, I, if you are vaccinated, that's the other thing. So I did get the vaccination. I am vaccinated. And, um, but I, I noticed most people are still wearing masks. And <laughs> so who cares? I, I wore a mask. I went into the supermarket. I put a mask on. Um, oh yeah, like we're supposed to trust the uh, Trump Anzies. You know what I mean? First of all, um, it's great. I'm glad I got vaccinated. They say if you get vaccinated, it doesn't stop you from getting the coronavirus. You might get, look at Bill Maher and other people, some of the Yankees, they've been vaccinated. 
Some are asymptomatic, others are not. I, I don't really want to take a chance. I've come too effing far. What is the big deal? Anyway, it's the simplest thing you could do. Put on a mask. You don't like it? I don't know. Take, too bad. Put on a mask. Just like, I mean, I'm not telling you what to do or anybody else. But um, it's not that big a deal. Why does it? It's not like it. Um, they, they. It's like a sock in your mouth, and you can't talk. You could, you still have a functional life. You might maybe a little inconvenienced at times. I don't know. Maybe it's a good reminder that you know to be careful out there. Keep your mind in the game. So. But these Republicans, it's sort of like, well, what happened the other day in the halls of Congress? Um, one of, I th who's, was it Marjorie Taylor Greene? One of, I think it might have been, let me see, Swal Eric Swalwell got into Swalwell. 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 Hold on, guys. So one of, who was it? Yes, Swalwell describes, oh, Jesus Christ, a tense, oh, of course, it's a Marjorie Taylor Greene aide. Jesus Christ. Yes, so Eric Swal, I, I have trouble with words sometimes, Swalwell shouts in the face of a House staffer to defend mask wearing. This is... This is the headline from the New York Post. You see how they do, how they do it? See, what happened was Marjorie Taylor Greene's aide, according to Eric Swalwell and others who witnessed the encounter, the, the little prick aide of Marjorie Taylor QAnon Greene, or Q, I don't know, Mar Margie Q, I guess we can call her. She, uh, or he yelled at Eric Swalwell and said, take off your mask. That sounds like freedom? No, that sounds like fascism to me. What, what business is it of his if somebody else is wearing a mask? You see how these fascists roll? So Eric Swalwell got into a heated exchange on Friday with, a, with an aide to Representative QAnon Green after the aide told the lawmaker to take off his mask. I had a mask on and I stepped off the floor and the aide yelled at me to take my mask off. Swalwell tweeted after a reporter for The Hill tweeted about the confrontation. No one should be bullied for wearing a mask. So I told the bully what I thought of his order. The incident was the second this week to involve Green's office. Right? Congress is an institution deeply governed by hierarchies and tradition. Lawmakers shouting at each other is unusual. And the staff shouting at a member of Congress is even more outside the norm of decorum. Could you imagine? It's like an, an underling yelling at the boss. It goes to show you that they have zero respect 
for the institutions of government, and that means they hate this country, okay? Make no mistake. That is what that means. That's how they could storm the Capitol. This goes right back to Reagan and before, and all of the anti-government conspiracy bullshit that they've been peddling forever. You you know what happened before JFK got assassinated, was assassinated. The they distributed leaflets all over D- and Dallas saying how um, JFK was in bed with communists and I, we 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 could if we did a Google search we could find these leaflets. But this is what they have been doing forever. This is this is the fascist they talk about communism and they're, they're they hate America. They are destroying this country. So it's not a far leap from government is the problem. That's Reagan, right? Saying government is not the solution to your problem. Government is the problem. To, uh, to, to, to insurrectionists wiping their asses on the curtains and destroying the Capitol. That's what you do. That's the behavior of people who have zero respect for the for the government. They, they talk about how much they love, you know, blue lives, and they love the troops and and uh, people making the ultimate sacrifice, uh, venerating all the every, everything um, war, anything that has to do with war, but they. Everybody who gave their life for this country gave their life for the government. For the constitutionally limited democratic republic that these pricks are destroying. Oh, God. (sighs) So, everything. This is how... How, how can we have a functioning society when we can't even get, get through this? A pandemic? It, it, it has to, we got to argue about masks. Who cares if somebody's wearing a mask? How dare you? I thought you were all about freedom. Isn't that his personal choice? So these these right wingers are upset that other people are wearing a mask when they weren't wearing masks to begin with. So what's their damage? It's because they're unfit. That's what it is. They're unfit to function in a free democratic society, and they have entirely too much power. And they th- and we give it to them. We sh- what, when we should be telling them to shut the F up, to sh- sit down, shut up, little babies. Let the uh, adults, you know, uh, this is the other thing that is so ironic. Marjorie Taylor Greene screaming through the mail slot uh, of AOC's office. Time to put on your, th- take off your diapies. These people are imbeciles, and they're also um, infants. Take off your diapies. 
what's where do we live god damn it where so how, they forget taking off your diaper check their diapers please because it's filled to the brim and there they go again that's a right winger for you the pooping their diapers and then they go around blaming others for the stench and demanding that we change their diapers and pat their bums no enough of these pricks and now i mean it just gets me so outraged to think that the tyrannical minority death cult is now going to send women back to the back alleys because here's another thing that the Republicans don't really care about. Not only do their policies increase the numbers of abortions, but limiting abortion does not stop the numbers of abortions. Women have been having abortions since, since women have been getting pregnant. So... What you do, what all it does is stop the numbers of safe abortions. And they're, they're going to kill more people. That's it. But that's what they do, isn't it? <sighs> all right. I keep threatening to play this. I'll get there. We'll get there together. Ricky Schroeder. This is what they do with their time. You know, not, not doing anything decent, making the world safe for democracy. They're not acting. Yeah, what do I do in my spare time? Not that I'm the pinnacle of, of everything, but I, I don't know. I go out. There's many things you could do. You could go. I, I take care of some community cats. That's some of one of the things I do. I help. There's always things you can do. Here he comes. Hold on. Here comes Tara. I'm just making way because I see Tara Jr. Jr. making his way over here. I could see him in the corner of my eye. I'm like, uh-oh, here he comes. <laughs> I don't know what triggers him all of a sudden. He's just like, oh, I think I'll go over there. Let me see your face. It's got allergies. Uh, my baby. I gotta take him to the vet. But all right, here goes. Let's let's get this video on here. What? Right. All right. I'm getting there. I'm gonna play it. <laughs> you hear him? He's purring up a storm. It's such a good sound. I love that sound. It's good for my blood pressure. All right, here he is, if I can find it. I have it. Get in there. My name is Jason. And who do you, what do you do here? I'm a supervisor, front-end supervisor. And, and why aren't you letting me in? Because in the state of California, in the county of Los Angeles, there has been no... And 
Costco, there has been no change yes, to our mask policy. Not in the state of California or in the county didn't of Costco. Didn't you see the news? You didn't see the news. Nationwide, Absolutely. nationwide Costco has said you don't wear, need to wear masks. Nationwide Costco. That's a thing? What is accurate? So what is accurate is that Costco always goes above and beyond when following the law. And the mandate in California has not changed. There does seem to be the possibility that in June, by mid-June, that's a date that California... I know oh, if they allow at. us, if they, if they grant us that, our kings, the people in power, you're going to listen to these people? Well, I know they destroyed our economy. Well, they're sir, destroying they're, our <laughs> they're destroying our state. They okay. destroyed the economy, the culture, the kings! Right? It's the kings! We're just trying to get through a pandemic as a civilization, as a as uh, Americans, you see, that's what normal people do. We are human beings, we're interdependent, we're interconnected, we band together in communities, we create government so that we can have a fair and equitable society that works for all, ideally, right? And these pricks, they don't want to do their part. It's too much work. For them, and I've said this for years. That's the thing with right wingers; they you can't count on them. They will leave you on the battlefield every single time. They're not in, in this together. Forget about it. They're not in this. They're in this for themselves. They're not capable of functioning in a free democratic society, because sometimes you got to do things like this. Sort of like we all agree. If let's get through this together, we all have to abide by the rules. It's not about they, but what freedom? What freedom is in, is infringed on these morons? Put on a mask. Jesus Christ! Who would have ever thought that? Putting on a mask, the simplest thing, would be so divisive. But that's only because of Twitter. You understand? If he had told them these, um, you know, this, they're so free, you see. They're so free that they take their cues from a con man. But if he had told them that wearing masks was the greatest thing and keep wearing it and it's going to be, yeah, whatever, he had the power to, to dictate to these sycophants, to dictate the behavior. And he knows it. Oh, 70% say that Joe Biden didn't win. I completely agree. What a coincidence. 70% believe the lie I told them, and now I, I'm acting as if it's me who believes them. You see how it works? And now this poor guy has got to maintain his composure he does a great job but this is what we have to deal with we can't go to just go to work and try to get through the day and try not to bring the effing coronavirus home and maybe in inadvertently kill people oh but well we're not supposed to care about that either that's what the republicans say I'll, I'll survive it. it. It has a success rate, a survival rate of whatever percent. 
Well, what about the ones who don't survive? What about the 560,000 corpses Twitler created? Oh, don't worry about it. That's nothing. That's freedom. That's the price of freedom. That's the price of Ricky Schroeder going to Costco without a mask. And then th- th- these people are so sick. He puts, he, he, he puts his camera on. He starts recording this. And he shares it to sh- social media. It's not that anybody caught him in the act of being himself a right-wing freak. He posted this himself because he thinks he's what? That's what's so that this is another example of how disturbed they are. See, he, a normal person would know that this isn't a good look. That you don't go around and harass people in a store. I mean, that's how the whole Karen thing happened. But this is, I mean, he's, he's Karen. Being a, being a Republican is being a Karen. No offense to Karens who are normal. Just going to listen to their rules. You're going to listen. Let's go back a little. You're going to listen to the kings of the earth um, who destroyed the world, destroyed the economy. So fast to destroy everything. No, that was Republicans, you see, and also the conservatives on the Democratic Party side. The the whole thing with um, people on unemployment, the Republicans... Uh, you know, the, the whole bullshit in this country, how the uh, it's the way it was set up, sending people to the unemployment lines instead of paying businesses to uh, p- pick up the payroll. We wouldn't be in this problem. We wouldn't have a problem right now with people complaining that nobody wants to go back to work, which is we talked about this on the Saturday show, which is bullshit. They ha- there are studies, uh, government studies that uh, they've been looking. They look at everything, especially when it comes to the money that um, uh, the enhanced unemployment benefits. Of course, they would study the these effects. So they found it has nothing to do with um, people sitting around lounging on the social safety net hammock is so great. There are multiple factors in why people aren't are having trouble getting people back to work. Partly kids aren't back in school and there there are no child care rules in this country. Other countries, you know, you get leave and things like that. But the other thing is, uh, it didn't have to be this way. It was the right wingers, the conservatives put people on the unemployment rolls. It's just ridiculous. They could have given, picked up the payroll like they did in Europe. And then, but the whole thing is, you know, the, the, they could solve it, you see. But the Republicans would never let it happen. How you get people back to work is pay them a living wage. Oh, if businesses can't afford to pay a living wage, then send the subsidies to the businesses for payroll to make up the shortfall. They do things like that in Germany too like uh because the people in germany having been through their fascist 
uh, growing pains, to put it mildly, God help me. Um, they understand now that what's, what, uh, the whole economy is not just to make the few very rich and powerful. So they have laws about unions that workers need to be also on, uh, on the boards of directors. It's not just the, uh, the lords sitting around and dicing and slicing up the working class that there are working people on the on the boards of directors of any corporation. <sighs> God. And also they do these things called, I'm trying to remember what it's called, where if, where the government picks up the payroll, if, if a company's going to get rid of an employee or they, they need to cut back, the government will pick up the payroll of this person rather than they rather they rather than them lose their jobs and then they they do this thing called split work week or something i know there's um butchering it where but basically it's instead of people instead of sending people to unemployment lines they pick up the um the payrolls and people keep continue to work and even though they might work at um, less hours they still get a salary that that they can live on <sighs> but that's because other countries understand that not uh, we don't understand it here because we're so awash with with right-wing propaganda but other countries seem to have a grasp on the fact that um, Econ- the um, the meaning of an economy is not just to make a few people rich and powerful. So it's so the wide birth of citizenry can have a decent life. That in June, by mid June, that's a date that California. I know oh, if they allow out. us, if they if they grant us that, our kings, the people in power. You're going to listen to these people? Well, I know they destroyed our economy. Well, they're so destroying they're our culture. They're destroying our state. I see. And you're just going to listen to their rules. Well, what we are going to do is simply follow the guidelines. Okay. I'm getting my refund. I'm getting my <laughs> refund from Costco. I suggest everybody in California get their refund from Costco. Give up your membership to Costco. Freedom! Remove this. Well, this hasn't changed in any building uh, in California, in any company that I'm aware of. The places I shop still okay. require masks. But that's not the point. The point is Costco is simply abiding by the law, and that's the law. There's my refund. You're the manager? I'm the manager. Okay, I'm suggesting everybody in California get a refund from Costco until this Look at this <laughs> She's like, okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Somebody on Rockfin texts or puts a message. So who do you hate more? This is to me. Jesus or Republicans or cans, he says Republicans. You seem rather ignorant on both subjects. Right. Yeah, that's it. Because we went through the whole Republican Jesus thing. That's all you got? Who do I hate more? No, I hate Republicans. 
but don't worry i'm not trying to trigger you i'm just trying to get you um the health care you need especially the mental health care in fact jesus i don't have any nothing against jesus you do though since you simply don't follow his his clear instructions and you use him as a human shield just like you use uh use well whatever who cares i don't know i don't even want to why why am i i don't know what's what the situation is on rockfin but there's a lot of weirdos on there hey thank you jd for your super chat but the, so that was ricky schroeder harassing a costco employee and i guess it didn't go over as planned because there was he started trending and not for the not for the reasons that one might want to trend he was trending because he's a he's a douchebag he's just like all of these right-wing so-called actors and um so he apologized he posted i and i have to play this because it's classic right-wing Mon it's cr it's classic right wing monster and insanity though it's uh, it's also a glimpse into the right wing mind and it's fascinating so let's study it like like Jane Goodall studied the apes so here here's the rambling and apology and here but the other thing when uh, just to frame it a little bit um, I found it online. I did a little search, Rick Schroeder, and all of these uh, these media outlets. They're posting the headline, and here's the thing: we, you guys know, people, well, many people just read the headlines, right? So they don't really dive into the the story, but all of these articles say ricky schroeder apologizes to costco employee here cnn former child star apologizes after confronting costco employee ricky schroeder confronts costco employee this is from yahoo and apologizes in viral video ricky schroeder costco employee on viral video um Everything says Ricky Schroeder apologizes. Ricky Schroeder says, I am sorry for mask rant. Let's play the apology. And it's just another example of how the corporate media, in and media in general, give these right-wingers a really, really long leash. And they give them... They they give them the cover that they that they're desperately looking for. Let me ask you: When you watch this, just keep this in mind. Do you think is this is this an apology? Okay, and the, the audio is low here. That's not me. That's him. And now he let's see. Oh, that's Tara Junior. He just stepped on the keyboard. <laughs> Give you some context, perhaps, of why I'm 
saying the things I'm saying. And okay. We're with you so far. That's him. He doesn't know how to... Definitely have some things on my mind and wanted to uh, go over them with you. Um, give you some context, perhaps, of why I'm saying the things I'm saying and behaving the way I am. All right. Well, here, there's hope here. Give you some context of why I'm saying what I'm saying and why I'm behaving the way I am. Okay. Maybe there's some personal responsibility. Maybe, finally, a member of the so-called personal responsibility will take some responsibility for themselves. And he's waiting for the... That's, I, I was out in Hollywood. The car. And, uh, you should have seen the sense of lawlessness just running around. Yep. He was uh, felt on the edge of safety. Felt on the. You hear this? Everybody, be afraid. Be afraid. The edge of safety. The sense of lawlessness. All of the sudden, every we America just turned into this dystopian hellscape overnight. It wasn't that before, right? When the virus was out of control and Trump and Z's were storming the Capitol everywhere with their M16. Not just on January 6th. We all remember Michigan. Liberate Michigan. Remember when white people get to storm government buildings with assault weapons and scream in the faces of the blue lives that they pretend to love so much. Remember that? And all of the blue lives, they all, everybody has to just stand there and take it and let them have their tantrums. Let them get their tantrums out of their systems. That's the way we all have to behave with them. We have to endure them. Oh, it's okay. That's just them. And then we have to go about our business, pretend, to, you know, the, like there's a functional Republican party. That they actually have a, a purpose? What's, what's their purpose? Well, here's Ricky Schroeder. And in keeping with this, this is kind of a theme that we've been playing with on the show, and playing these right-wing interviews, we, 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 when we played, um, what's her name, Caitlyn Jenner, and then... We played the interview of Rose McGowan on Fox News. That didn't make any sense. In keeping with the grand Republican tradition of making a lot of words come out of their mouths that make absolutely no sense, I give you Ricky Schroeder. Out of control. Uh, same thing in Santa Monica uh, last night. Do you remember how it used to feel in, in L.A.? It was safe. Do you remember how it used to feel like when uh, we all felt safer in the 80s? In the 80s. And I think we can get back there. And I think we need to get back there as a nation. And I think I know how to help us get My back God, there. God, they're so boring. So that's what I want to talk about. Um, so what I want to say is um, first off to uh, Jason at Costco. Jason, nothing personal. I'm not upset with you or anybody in a position uh, like you have as a uh, works for, for a living. I understand <laughs> that you are following their laws and rules. I, uh, I was trying to make a point to the corporate overlords, and sorry that I had to use you to do it. Oh, that's an apology. 
you see. Oh, he's sorry. He had to, he was trying to make a point to the corporate overlords. He sounds like Bernie Sanders. And he had to use Jason to do it. He's sorry. I'm just lowering this because whatever. Sorry, I hurt. If I hurt your feelings, I apologize. But I, I if I, I hurt your feelings, independence from medical tyranny is more important than hurting people's feelings. Oh, so that's an apology. Independence from medical tyranny. Why don't these people secede already? You know, you know how many more people would be alive if we didn't have to drag these these anchors, these albatrosses around our national necks. can't get through a goddamn pandemic with these morons at cross purposes all the time medical tyranny you know what's medical tyranny when you're trying to get to the hospital you're trying to get your loved one who can't breathe to the hospital but the hospital's overbooked because of the pandemic there's no beds and people are dying without oxygen they're told to go home and make the best of it that's what, that's what it was. The, and doctors and nurses on the front lines and the people who work on the front lines of the pandemic having to deal with these, fat, these filthy fascist republicans who have, have zero concern that these, the people on the front lines hadn't had a day off in months. Working double shifts trying to keep people alive in spite of them and, and having to deal with the, the, the pain and listening to the last words of some of these Trump bandsies. And we read the articles about it where they're saying, I thought this was a hoax. And the Republicans, they, they didn't give a crap about our fellow Americans on the front lines. He's more concerned about medical tyranny. Well, what, what, where do you think he's getting his information? From the likes of, of Rupert Murdoch's propaganda outlet, of Tucker Carlson's filthy fascist lying prick mouth, these right-wingers easily played, and therefore the people in authority... Because we have so many fellow Americans that are so easily played, those in leadership have a greater responsibility to tell them the truth and not manipulate them. Not manipulate them into an insurrection. Into thinking, into thinking that the, the what? Well, I mean, everywhere you look, there's a conspiracy. Just the other day, Rand Paul talking to Dr. Not talking, uh, interrogating Dr. Fauci about that the the, uh, NIH funded the Wuhan lab and they created the coronavirus. Like it's uh, this conspiracy that he heard on on Infowars. And Dr. Fauci had to tell him again and again, it doesn't matter how many times you say it, it's not true. But it doesn't penetrate. 
and the likes of Ricky Schroeder and the rest of these right-wing albatrosses, they believe it. They believe that there's the, the overarching conspiracy against them, and it starts with them wearing a mask for some reason. No, it doesn't start with, uh, I mean, the real conspiracies going on right in front of their eyes like their, their dumb Fuhrer is unfit and he's a Putin puppet. How about that? How about the, the conspiracy unfolding right in front of our eyes? They don't believe that. That everything that Twitler did benefited his pal Putin. Well, not his pal, his, his master. They don't believe that the guy who... A serial bankrupt. I mean, on and on. We know. The con man. The one who played a successful businessman on reality TV, but was a failure in everything he did. The only thing he did well was he was a con man. He's, he's the best con man. That's for sure. All right, let's keep going with him. So... I'm sorry I, I hurt your feelings. I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. Um, but I want us all to be free. I want us all oh, that's why. Back the way it was. I don't want this. Co this is the overarching theme of conservatism. Let's go back the way it was. This is the same old line. All right wingers. All, f but ironically. I don't know why it's ironic. I keep saying ironic tonight, but whatever. It's, if you look in history, throughout history, the, that is the, the promise of conservatism. And it, it, it's, um, we're going back to the way it was. We can go back to 2,000 years ago, and the conservatives were saying the same thing. Let's go back to the, to the glory days. And it's usually, well, the, the first Roman emperor, that's one of the, the, um, the promises of, that he was peddling. We're going back to the, the, the glory days. And then, um, you know, we'll truly be a republic when we know what happened. Was he? Was he? Was he? Ended up being the first Roman emperor. I mean, in retrospect, not contemporaneously. That's what's so concerning. Because, uh, and as you know, one of Augustus's famous lines was, "I, re I, well, not just I, I found a city of. What did he say? I founded a city of." I left a city of marble, city of brick, and I left you a city of marble. But another was, I have restored or given the, the, the Roman people back their republic. It's always about restoring freedom, bringing back the goodness that, I don't know, I was there in the 80s. Didn't seem so, so, so much better. In fact, Reagan, come on, let's, let's, uh, 
<laughs> I mean, we could trace the decline of the American working class right to his door. The upward immobility, the income disparity. That's Reagan. Thank you. All right. The reality they want. What would pass they for? want. Just don't want it. And neither should you. Oh, well, thank uh, you, Ricky. Single moms, single moms out there. I made a video and I said something that I apologize. It wasn't right. Um, another thing he's got to apologize for. The, a non, another non-apology. He uh, also insulted single moms. But here, let him explain. Feminist, liberal, socialist policies that encourage single motherhood. I'm not, I'm oh not my God! You guys are amazing. You're working your asses off, doing the best you can. See, this is another Republican. It's like another example. What? Uh, uh, it's like Kevin McCarthy saying, "Of course, everyone knows the election is over, and Joe Biden is our president." W with one breath, and in another breath, uh, going down and genuflecting in front of the Mar-a-Lago Mussolini, and. Uh, kicking Liz Cheney out of her leadership role for telling the truth. So, right here, he's, it's the same thing, saying he insulted single mothers, but you guys are great. You're making it work. You're doing it a day at a time. You're working it, girl. Work it, work it, work it. I'm just saying I hate the socialists who encourage single mom nobody encourages but that's the that's the uh that's the republican frame you see if you give uh, here's here's another thing that they that they peddle if you have a, if the country has a strong social safety net that means that women will not be bound to uh to their partners okay and the and the Ricky Schroeders of the world can't have that because they need women to be um, ne to be needy, just like they need the working class to be needy and uh, desperate. So you don't question your betters. You don't ask for better circumstances. You take the crumbs and you make a banquet out of it. Whatever they whatever crumbs they could flick at you. It's the same situation with conservatism. That's why they, and women, that, and they go after single moms and cut the lifelines. Cutting people's lifelines is, to them, a way of ensuring the patriarchal power structure. Because then you, as a woman, if there's a, if there's a lifeline there, if you have an option, then... You're not going to stay in an abusive situation. You have a choice. You will leave. And Ricky Schroeder just don't like that. He don't like when women are free. They have a very warped sense of freedom. It's actually freedom. D-U-M-B. Freedom. They're not free. Do these people seem free to you? They're constantly thinking that someone's conspiring against them. Is that freedom? They, that's free? 
they think that, I mean, they're so f filled with fear constantly. What kind of world do they live in? What do they, what do they love about America? What's to love in the America that they think exists is, is just so corrupt and filled with uh, people who are conspiring to make them wear masks. Who are creating a virus and spreading it around and then making a, making a vaccine so they can track you. Who gives a shit? I don't care where you are. Nobody cares. It's them thinking they're, they're, they're more important than they are. Nobody cares. Like, we want to track you? Where? To the meth lab? We want to track the conservatives? Where are they going? They don't leave their towns. They're not traveling anywhere. Where the hell do they go? The gun show? Where, where are you going? Storming the Capitol, you go to uh, go where? Go to your Klan rally? All right. And um, and I'm mad at the, the leadership that encourages that from you. Um, oh, so it's not the it women who you're mad at. It's the leadership who are manipulating you into being single moms. By but you're doing a great job. Single moms, more power to you. Husband, I don't know one single mom that wouldn't want a husband. How many single moms do you know? To help raise those children. So, um, well, how about you? How about you mind your own business, Ricky Schroeder, and stop thinking you're the center of the universe? Because what this is, it's just his inadequacies coming out and inflicting them on single moms who've had enough already. They got enough shit to deal with in this effed up conservative hellscape you've created. And his big fear is that women will leave him. You see? That's what it is. And they do leave him. Because apparently even his daughters blocked him on Instagram. That's what a great daddy is. So that's my little housekeeping stuff. Um, <laughs> yes. Don't you feel the apology? And um, the, the, just keep in mind, the corporate media, all of these articles, Ricky Schroeder apologizes. This, did we hear an apology? In that whole, that was uh, how many minutes? Three, so far, three minutes. Was that there was an apology in there? He's like, I'm sorry if I hurt you, uh, if I hurt your feelings, but um, uh, I don't think that the, your feelings should matter over government and medical tyranny. That's not an apology. That's a conspiracy. It's another conspiracy-addled mental midget with with a platform. Much to our our horror. Much to the sickness of this country, God. Important that we back the blue. <laughs> Here we go. Americans stand behind our law, law enforcement. So we go from sure single break. moms to black, backing the uh, blue. Because if they do break, um, we have military occupation. I know that sounds dramatic, but 
you know, Marxists, and I believe that's what's happening in America, is we're being assaulted by a Marxist regime. Uh-huh. Marxists um, use race conflict to drive change. If you look at Rhodesia, <laughs> yeah. a country that was once a thriving breadbasket. Oh, my God. Southern Africa. Um, and then destroyed and became a place where... Can you believe white, this? Whites live in fear. Um, the fourth, fifth generation white farmers that have been there since the 1700s. Fear, fear, um, be afraid. You know, white people out, are the ones kill. under attack. Um, be afraid, be afraid. Brown people are coming. And Mugabe took over and came to Zimbabwe. Brown people, brown Use people. racial tension to create that disaster. Um, I feel oh, like racial. that's what's happening oh, here. Oh, it's happening here. Black like Lives Matter. I see. Yes, yeah, 1619 Project. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, sinister and it's evil. No. Oh. Because white people are the ones who are getting and so being abused. In order for us to not have a military, and we need country, to back the blue, who state, can kill them? Soldiers on the corners. We need to because freedom, freedom, Americans freedom, and buffer our law enforcement. Stand side by side with our law enforcement, and make sure they don't break. Because if they break, why do you think the Capitol still surrounded? I'm assuming it was. I can't imagine they took it down. Um, but it's still there. Oh, my God. Because of their intention and their plans. They're just waiting until the next triggering event. Oh, um, right. That's it. That's what we're doing. That's there. Who's they? Just waiting for the next event. Because everyone's just waiting to make them put on their mask. You see, this is what we're up against. It's not normal. This, he's not normal. He's mentally ill. I'm sorry. Just like Marjorie Taylor Greene. He's mentally ill like her. They're all wrapped in this conspiracy-laden, riddled mind, mind of moronity. I, don't, I can't even talk. It's, a, it's sick. It's just plain old sick. Where do they live? Where do they think we live? Does this happen everywhere? Is this happening in New Zealand? I, I point to New Zealand because they're one of the more successful models for getting through this pandemic. But the reason is, as far as I know, I'm not being from New Zealand, but reading about how they've been able to overcome the pandemic with and how they address their issues is that they have a community spirit that they are in this together they understand that that they f care about their neighbors they don't have these idiots when you say okay we got to shut down now we have to shut down again that's what happened in new zealand they conquered the virus and then Another case popped up and they all shut down, but they did it. And nobody was out there, liberate, liberate this, liberate. They weren't screaming in people's faces, take your mask off. You don't have videos from, the, uh, from shops in New Zealand where morons were kicking over mask displays. But here... Because you got people like him. And it's also because of the likes of Fox News, Hannity, Tucker Carlson. These people are dangerous. 
that's why I have I'm saying it yet again the liberal media you're looking at it it's it's that vital because we wouldn't be in this boat if if we if we didn't have a Fox News if we didn't have an OAN and a and a Diamond and Silk and a CJ Pearson and all of the the right wingers who spread the lies you know that you know that for a fact chaos again chaos and if chaos is a ladder order breaks down and devolves we have military okay okay and none of us want that uh, so that's why i think except you want it for brown people. americans um i think that's all i had no there's about two and, and a half um, more minutes one talk to the black community, I guess, at the end. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He wants to talk to the black community now. Did you hear that? Because I know how the, the black community is like, get us Ricky Schroeder in here. We don't know what to do. Will, will Ricky Schroeder lead us? Please, Ricky Schroeder, lead us. Uh, you've seen the promised land, right, Ricky Schroeder? Lead us, lead your uh, people with darker pigment, your fellow Americans of darker pigment. He wants to speak directly to you. In poverty, and that's in despair, um, we oh. hear you. And <laughs> oh. what I'd like to say is that you have it's other so black sad. leaders other... follow the Booker T. Washington thoughts, oh. Candace Owens, Thomas Sowell. Candace Owens, you got to follow her. You see, this is what he's saying. The Booker T. Washington. Now, Booker T. Washington, if I am not mistaken, he was someone um, who was, he was for um, separate but equal. That kind of bullshit. Segregation. That's what he's talking about. Follow that. Oh, th oh, thank you, Ricky Schroeder. They, you believe the arrogance of these conservatives? No, no don't um, shut your mouth and listen. No, he wants to tell you. He wants to tell the, the people with darker pigment a thing or two or five. Um, we hear you. <laughs> and... Fucking... What I'd like to say is that you have other black leaders oh. that followed the Booker T. Washington thoughts. Candace Owens, Thomas Sowell, David Harris. David Duke. Um, I mean, Officer what? Tatum. Um, oh, is that other officer is so great. He's actually a cop in uniform. Um, oh, yeah. Anyway, so you have great leaders that see it differently. Can you at least possibly consider not following the leaders that have led you to the situation you're in today are you kidding me you the, 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 the i am I, it is infuriating this makes me so angry to hear this follow the candace owens of the world diamond and silk follow them 
Follow the ones who are really telling you that what? Just shut your mouth. All lives matter. Don't don't give me this Black Lives Matter. All lives matter. Don't follow the Democrat Party. Don't vote for the Democrat Party because they'll keep you in the social safety net hammock and you're just a welfare queen. Otherwise, I'm teaching you the dignity of work. Just like uh, old Massa on the farm used to teach the dignity of work. Same old trope. Same old trope. Different white white devil spewing it socialism and um wow i haven't haven't they bind people they don't let them grow up they don't let them lift up they don't let them upward mobility they they keep people down oh really and so so that's how the united states went from the most to the least upwardly mobile because we have so much socialism here right remember 40 years ago, the United States had the slightest income gap of all of the Western democracies. 40 years ago, we were the most upwardly mobile. If you were born poor, you were more likely to rise into, do better than your parents. That was the saying. Each generation thought the American birthright was that they were going to do better than their parents. And then suddenly that was reversed from all of the socialism. I see because we have so much socialism here, right? Uh, Or maybe not. What is it? Repealing the estate tax, taking the corporate tax rate below, what what is it? 20 something percent, 20. Joe Biden wants to bring it back up to a couple of ticks And these whining bitches are whining, even though they've accumulated more billions in the pandemic than, (laughs) I mean, like nobody's ever seen. To quote Twitler. (sighs) But that's all because of socialism, right? We have so much socialism. It's all that universal health care we have and universal... um, Middle, what do you call it? Working class wages. Living wages. That's the word I'm looking for. All of that social, all that paid, uh, paid leave, vacation pay that other countries have. We have that here, right? You must, we must have it. Since he's saying that all of the socialism... It turned this country into into hell. Unreal. Reality has no part in a fascist ideology. It doesn't matter. It doesn't play. Uh, it doesn't factor in in any shape or form. That he could sit there with a straight face. Maybe he believes it. He seems like he does, but he's probably not that smart because he's been watching Fox News and he's been one of the victimized Fox News, the the studies, the business insider, that socialist reg business insider did a study of Fox News and 
concluded that Fox News makes its viewers less informed than people who watch absolutely no news at all. So, not just less informed, you're talking about malinformed. You, you'll learn more in an elevator, overhearing something, a conversation in an elevator, than you will watching Fox News, because you will not just come out misinformed, you will come out malinformed. And stupid. Don't be used. Don't be used by a Marxist movement trying to start a revolution. Oh, BLM, right? Uh, better. It will bring more despair. And so let's go back to that. Remember the 80s? It was safer. <laughs> um, Remember that? Not in the, in the crack-filled streets in, in the inner cities. Oh, my so God. That the was son of a bitch. we got to kill all the drug dealers. Not, and I don't mean the guys selling <laughs> on the streets. I mean the big drug dealers. <laughs> It is ravaging our country from the inside. Wow. And, uh, this is and, the apology to the Costco guy. By it, uh, for it being allowed in, in, into anywhere in this, in this country. And uh, it's our responsibility, it's your responsibility as leaders to stop that from coming, that poison from coming into our streets. And you're not doing it. You're failing. <laughs> you're failing the people. <laughs> so, black community, we hear you. <laughs> We hear, we, <laughs> like we you hear the single moms. And we want to work together as Americans, all of us, ah. to find a way out of this together. Um, anyway, I think my battery's dying. Yeah. Everybody take care of each other. Lucky you. <laughs> yeah, I think my battery's dying. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, can, is this thing on? I can't hear. It's breaking up. But... Oh, um, pay no attention to that inane rambling, the racist, sexist, misogynist, conspiracy-addled rattling and rambling of, uh, of this former child star. Corporate media wants you to know he apologized. That's what drives me insane. And it not just doesn't just drive me insane. It drives the entire country insane. Because that's not what happened, guys. What we witnessed there? That's not what happened. He didn't apologize. But that's what you'll think. If you look at, uh, if you look at the corporate media, Ricky Schroeder, Yahoo, Yahoo News. Ricky Schroeder apologizes to Costco employee who enforced mask mandate. No, he didn't. No. CNN, former child star, apologizes after confronting Costco employee. No. No, no. That's not what happened. He didn't apologize. He non-apologized. He said, if I hurt you, but that I apologize. If I hurt your feelings, I apologize. But your feelings don't matter in relation to the medical tyranny. Is that an apology? That's somebody that takes no responsibility. <sighs> Ricky Schroeder, Entertainment Weekly. Ricky Schroeder apologizes to Costco employee for anti-mask rant. 
And then we have the Los Angeles Times. Ricky Schroeder says, sorry, sort of, for Costco mask rant. No wonder this country is cracked up. Bunch of crackpots running loose. But Ricky Schroeder, uh, it's just like Marjorie Taylor Greene. They're, they're all like this. Why are they always like this? Not decent people. I don't know if you remember, I mean, not that I follow the career of Ricky Schroeder, but a couple of, not, when, when was this? It wasn't even that long ago. Ricky Schroeder had to apologize to a TSA employee for assaulting her. Let's see. He's got a problem. I mean, they all do. They're all about law and order, and, but there, there's something wrong with them. Oh, he was also arrested for domestic violence. You know, single moms and all. Let's see. Ricky Schroeder arrested on suspicion of domestic abuse. That's probably, well, his, uh, his daughter has blocked him on her, all her social media accounts. That's not the mark of a successful relationship when your, your daughter is blocking you, doesn't want to hear from you. But Ricky Schroeder, he assaulted a TSA employee. Here it is. Let's see. Schroeder, TSA, TMZ had, let's see, uh, this is an article from TMZ. They had the video. Uh, this is from, this is from 2013. It's this it's a long time ago. Former child actor Ricky Schroeder, famous for his role in the 80s sitcom Silver Spoons, assaulted an LAX airport worker in the middle of a busy terminal, be all because she wouldn't let him board with three bags. And, you know, you can only take one, you can have one carry-on, and then you have your, you can have only two bags, one that you put under the seat. The woman's story says she was checking the boarding passes when Ricky attempted to go through security with three bags when the limit is two. The airport worker says Ricky then slapped her hand when she reached for his boarding pass. When the cops arrived, they, they interviewed both parties. But no arrests were made. And here's, here's Ricky Schroeder. He was caught by some whatever... One of these TMZ types. Hmm. Where is it? Everything sucks. Why can't I find anything? Why can't I find my stuff when I want to play it? I go through the motions. I mean, I go through the trouble of getting the clips how will i know when the clips will play poppy poppy they never play i'll have to play it here here's ricky schroeder he was asked about it 
Of course, he looks a lot younger. It's 10 years ago. These 10 years have been hard on Ricky. I got to tell you. Let's see. Where is it? Here we go. Let's see. Okay. Woo, it's loud. Is, it, is, it, is the train better than the plane? I don't know. I haven't taken it. <laughs> but you think it's a little easier than the TSA, right? How they act? It'll be an adventure. Okay. TSA is awesome. No problem with the TSA. Okay, this this one be a little easy. This will be a little easier though, man. More relaxed. You got oh, you got to help with that. Do I help you? Sure. Number one advantage on getting with, going on Amtrak, you can get you can actually get here five minutes before the train takes off. So what do you want to know? Okay. What do you want to know? Okay, how was your experience at, at LAX, man? Like, traveling's hard nowadays for, for everybody. So, you just, it was just a little frustration on their part, or how did you... Oh, that, what are you talking about? You oh. the incident at LAX. There was no incident there was no, no okay. incident. Complete misunderstanding. Ah. And I'm sorry if she got hurt feelings. Right. But... You just rushing in is just, at times... Ah, sorry. Nothing. Okay. Great. And I apologize to you, Miss, if I Another one. I apologize. I know it's the audio sounds like crap. I apologize if I hurt your feelings again. My God, don't these people get tired of themselves? You think? You think they ever get tired? Well, here's the lady that he assaulted, telling her story. My arm was like this. Well, he had three bags, and I told oh, him that he, he could take three bags. Yeah. And uh, I said, you have to check in one. He went up to the counter. Thank you. Check in one. But he was so mad. He said, first class. Thank you. He called very angry to me. He was very mad. And, uh, I'm so mad. He's loving you guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so he passed by me, and he was walking real fast like this. Like that. And then I said, sir, for one moment, and then my arm was out to look at his ticket, and he'd be like this. Oh, you're nothing to him. And that's what happened. He slapped her hand out of the way. Well, that's because, you know, come on. She's, look at her pigment. Come on. That He's him, and she's, look at her pigment. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You don't have to stop for somebody like that. Uh, blue, blue lives matter. Law and order, you know, all that out the window when you got darker pigment. Anyway, these people, they're just so damn tedious, isn't it? They really, really are. They really, really are. Mm. Elise on the chat says, Schroeder's daughter, Cam Cambry, says growing up with him was awful. And actors aren't fully functioning humans sometimes. Well, I know a couple of actors. They function. It's conservatives. All right. One other thing we will talk about until the show is over. This show's almost over for tonight. I thought I'd do a hit and run type deal. Why not? We got to get the show. We got to do more shows. That's just the way it is. We need to build. That's how we build the audience. We have to have consistent shows. So I do what I can. 
So thank you for, for all your support. Thank you for your super chats. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. That's how we're going to get to the point where we can do a daily show at a set, set time. All right. One thing. I'm sure you're not surprised. A couple of things. So many things suck. But, oh, you know what? Here, I just wanted, this is just an aside. We're on the subject. Um, Breitbart. Tonight, right before we went on air, here's one of their articles. Virginia Little League coaches required to take anti-racist training. This is their big bugaboo now. The big bug up their asses is that they might have to um, broaden their horizons a little bit. You know what I mean? Being a Republican means never having to say you're sorry, never taking anybody else's perspective into account, never learning anything. That's the way it is. That's their birthright. Being willfully ignorant. That's what they are. Willful, willful ignorant. Because who, who cares? So Breitbart, here's the article. Little League baseball coaches in Virginia have been informed that they will be required to undergo anti-racism training similar to critical race theory. Can you believe this shit? That's their new thing. Critical race theory and uh, what's the other one that they keep? Oh, and woke. Because you can't wake them up. Don't, don't even try. That's why I'm all for keep going just keep going and leave them in the history's trash pile where they're comfortable ricky schroeder we need to go back remember remember the 80s let's go back let's go back to this mythical past and make america great this this is nothing new that's what i find so fascinating and amusing really because in any time you read any history, contemporaneous history, you'll you'll read. You go back to ancient history. You read. Uh, you read uh, Cicero. You could read about how the good old days. We need to go back to the good old days when people knew, when kids knew how to behave, and kids today just don't know. They don't have any respect. They're not. It's this. This is a human thing. But Republicans, this. What are you? Where are you going back? They want to go back. They, sure, let's go back. Let's go back to the top marginal tax rates of ninety percent. Let's go back to thirty-five percent unionization. Let's go back. Remember? So they all want to go back to the good old days, but they they want to go back to the strict racial hierarchies and social mores and gender hierarchies, right? When uh, they, the pee, a pee-pee was appropriately dressed, quote-unquote. The pee-pee police. They want, yeah, when you're pee-pee, you, a man was a man. None of this trans, right? It, you had a pee-pee. It, it had to be 
a dr- it had to be dressed. It had to go to the right bathroom. What they deemed where the pee-pee should be. There was nobody t- asking them to bake a cake for some two peepees that wanted to form a marriage contract. They How could they form a marriage contract? A legal contract. There were two of the same peepees. What? Who's, what peepee? Let's see what peepee you got there. That's what they need. It's like living in goddamn Gilead. Coaches in Alexandria were informed via email that they must attend a May 25th workshop entitled Sports Can Battle Racism. So what? Quote, Sports Can Battle Racism workshop document for coaches includes six core themes from creating a caring climate. Oh, well, we can't do that. Because that might trigger the, the poor conservatives who will feel bad that they can't say the N-word anymore without some bitch getting in their face. To model anti-racist behavior, coaches are encouraged to teach themselves to perceive their own internalized racism. Oh, well, that's where they, they trigger the conservatives because they, they're perfect. Can't fix perfect. And you certainly can't try with conservatives because they won't let you. They won't, they're not going to participate in learning something and seeing, seeing life through somebody else's eyes. Get out of here. Broadening their perspectives, maybe making them better people in general. God help you. That ain't happening. It's their American birthright to be ignorant from the minute they were born to the day they die. That's willful ignorance. Forget living in a free, diverse society of 350, whatever it is, 20 million diverse people. You see, a real patriot, which they are not, patriots understand. See, here's the thing. We, the United States is a nation of immigrants, so we have all kinds of cultures, all diversity, all kinds of people living here. It's a culturally diverse country. That's our strength. And in order to be, you want to be a patriot? Learn about your fellow Americans. Maybe don't be a a small-minded moron. That might help. I don't know. I don't see anything wrong. What is... What is... um, What's so hard about trying to be a better citizen? If you're a country that you pretend to love is a nation of immigrants where some of, and not just that, the people, um, some of your fellow citizens have darker pigment and your fellow citizens are tired of being marginalized and we're all trying to make a more perfect union, don't you have a duty to participate in, uh, in things like this, in, uh, in workshops that help you model anti-racist behavior for young people? 
that help you create a caring climate. Because you want to have a, a country that works for all, right? Because you're a patriot. So you would do your patriotic duty and take a, take a class. Take a little class. Be, it says coaches are also asked to be on the lookout for moments that they can use as anti-racism learning opportunities. Woo! Somebody get Rush Limbaugh on the phone. He's in hell. Get Miss Cleo in here. We, so we can hear what Miss what uh, Rush Limbaugh is thinking. Oh my God! This is horrible. Somebody might make me think about somebody else but myself. You mean I might learn something about what it's like to live in this country with darker pigment? Oh my God! Positive Coaching Alliance representative Casey Miller added that the training sessions could cost up to $10,000, which is, I'm sure, bullshit. This is Breitbart. But the Alexandria Little League organization did not respond to questions. So what? So they're pay if that's the case, they're paying somebody? Who cares? They're paying somebody to make children, to help children. To help the adults who are leading these children, to help them be have a better, a better little league. That that is welcoming and where kids grow up in in this racist ass country and they leave that racist ass shit with the fascists in in the history's trash heap. We want kids to have positive youth character building experience and resources that and training that empower youth coaches and parents yeah how we define culture is based on how we dive into the we piece about that statement what does what does it mean to be part of we each person no matter what background or what they look like should pe feel part of the we Oh my God, that's, that's just too damn uh, patriotic. You know, we the people, e pluribus unum, my God. E pluribus unum, out of many, one, that sounds like socialism to me, but wait till you get to the part about pledging your lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to each other to these traders because they can't even go to a little league seminar without having a, a full diapy about it. The beacon notes that, um, the local Alexandria schools all, all are, <laughs> are all the, now remember this is Breitbart are also pummeling kids with this left wing agenda in school. Yes, the left-wing agenda about creating a caring climate. I'll take it. That's the left-wing agenda. 
One resource, here's what it says. The Beacon notes that the local and uh, yes, are pummeling, pummeling. Yes, yeah, see, you know, it's the, the, the choice of words. Creating a caring climate. Pummeling. Pummeling. Yes, it's not that it's not that the fascists are pummeling society with their ignorance. It's the society that's trying to make a more perfect union for all. That's that's the ones we're we're pummeling. Um, and it says this is the pummeling that's going on in school. One resource geared toward high school student athletes is a definition guide with more than 30 entries such as cultural appropriation, systemic racism, and intersectionality. The guide links equality with meritocracy and includes an addendum that asks whether equality is enough and if um, and if equity is a more important principle. So what? Gender transcends biology. It says, this is what they say, according to the guide. And we know that's the case, by the way. And it's very complex since people can identify in diverse ways. Now, this is for high school students. So, so what? Sounds like normal life. It notes that Facebook offers more than 70 gender options. I don't know anything about that, but whatever. Who cares? And, you know, Republicans, they're so triggered by the complexity of life. That's why they need the orange daddy to, to save them from the scary, complex world. And here's another example of it. Other topics being fed to the students include, I'm surprised they didn't say being shoved down their throats, but... That's the subtext. Um, the topics include reassessing white privilege and identity wheels, where kids can input their sexual identity, race, sexual preference. Of course, that's, uh, it's, I'm sure it doesn't say sexual preference since that's an archaic terminology, but Republicans are really, they are the ghosts of times that we best left in history's trash pile. So I'm not surprised they're spreading this shit and other criteria to increase awareness of how privilege operates to normalize some identities over others. So what? That's called getting an education, being a well-rounded person and not being an asshole. All right. I, I understand that that is tough. That's way over these right wingers heads. It's unbelievable. But another example why you don't give them an inch. They're not fit. See what they're trying to do to our society? They're trying to make it as sick as they are. And that and they are sick. Don't make any mistake, man. They're sick. Ricky Schroeder, sick. Marjorie Taylor Greene, sick. And it won't surprise you for the, this is the last thing we'll talk about tonight. Marjorie Taylor Greene um, is a tax cheat. 
<laughs> Why not? Of course she is. That's who they are. Here, from Daily Co's. Did Marjorie Taylor Greene and her husband commit tax fraud in Georgia? Sure looks like it. By Jessica Sutherland. Another day, another story that confirms what we all know. Georgia Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene has no business being in Congress. This week alone, the freshman conspiracy theorist made headlines for chasing and screaming at Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in the Capitol, and again after her aide, Nick Dyer, accosted Representative Eric Swalwell on the House floor, and then again after an extremely disturbing video showed Green, <laughs> Republican of, this is, the article says, R slash Karens, so she's the Republican from Karens, and friends harassing the door, yes, the door, of AOC's congressional office back in 2019. The old video, of course, was as attention-seeking as anything else Green does today. The not-quite-47-year-old gym owner feeds on attention. Stripped of every committee assignment by her peers, she, the easily distracted Green is bored with lots of free time on her hands. She may believe the nonsense she spews in her desperation to remain in the public eye. But it's just as likely she doesn't. Either way, she works hard to ensure that the average person watching her antics despises her. Looking back at her life, this may be her greatest success. Sort of like Trump's greatest success is his the fact that he's a con man. All right. <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Where is it? Where is it? Okay, tax fraud, however, is very much illegal. Atlanta invest investigative reporter Justin Gray gave the reviled Georgia representative her worst headline of the week when he revealed Friday that Green and her husband, Perry, have been double-dipping in Georgia's tax breaks since at least 2020. So, uh, for anyone who doesn't know much of Green's origin story, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution offers an extensive chronicling of the belligerent blonde's journey to Congress. It's worth a read. Green is a construction heiress. We went, we went through this the other day when we talked about her, but for those who don't, who weren't there, um, the constructive, the constructive, the construction heiress turned CrossFit competitor and conservative blogger who only found her way to the house after jurisdiction hopping. That's right. She's not from the district she now pretends to represent. She, she shopped around. As the AJC notes, Green attempted to rewrite her biography as she pursued a seat, any seat, in Congress, claiming that she spent the past two decades running my business alongside my husband. But, let's see, let's see, we went through this. Uh, where's the tax cheating part? Here, I have a video. Let's play. Just got effing hot in this apartment. 
here's an art, uh, not an article, a s- the local, local news story. Is it playing? What's going on? We begin tonight with the Channel 2 investigation, a homestead exemption. That's a big tax break. Any Georgia homeowner is entitled to it for their primary residence, but it's against the law to file for more than one house. And a Channel 2 Action News investigation found that Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene is getting the tax break on two houses in two different counties. Channel 2 investigative reporter Justin Gray is live in Midtown Atlanta. And Justin, Green's office told you to mind your own business when you asked about this. Yeah, the thing, Linda, is this is not someone's personal business. This is against the law here in Georgia. And it is Fulton and Floyd County taxpayers who would foot the bill for any extra tax break the Greens could get. Marjorie Taylor Greene still owns this North Fulton home, but also bought a $600,000 house in Floyd County last year. This is what she told me last summer. Do you live in the 14th district? Yes, I live in Rome. A member of Congress does not have to live in the district they represent. But what you legally cannot do is file multiple homestead exemptions, claim two primary residences. And a Channel 2 Action News investigation found that is what Marjorie Taylor Greene and her husband have done. William Perry is the founder of the nonprofit Georgia Ethics Watchdogs. So you get a tax break for your permanent residence, but you don't get to do that in two different places. That's against the law. Through open records requests, we pulled the Greens' homestead exemption applications in both Fulton and Floyd County. In the Floyd County application, Greens' husband left blank the line asking if they had another active exemption. But Fulton tax officials confirmed to Channel 2 that the Greens never stopped getting the tax break there. The Board of Assessors telling us in a statement that the Fulton exemption became effective for the 2020 tax year. Quote, per Georgia law, you can only have one homestead exemption. Fulton County is now consulting with Floyd County to determine in which county the exemption is not valid. We reached out to Congresswoman Green, who told us in a statement, Georgians care about their livelihoods and their family's safety, yet WSB is focused on paperwork, which is being taken care of. I'm a proud resident of the 14th District. Justin Gray needs to mind his own business Uh, instead of launching yet another pathetic attempt to smear me and my family. But it's more than a paperwork issue. It's against Georgia law. The penalty for filing a false homestead exemption, according to Georgia code, is twice your tax bill, which for the Greens, according to their 2020 bill, could be nearly $12,000. Her statement says this is a paperwork issue. This isn't a paperwork issue. This is fraud. You can't accidentally declare homestead exemption in two different counties. Fulton County actually in the past years has hired outside auditors to come in and look specifically for homeowners doing this, filing multiple homestead exemptions. It's something they did back in 2013, and it's something that if many people do it, can add up to hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, taken from the Fulton County budget. Reporting live in Midtown Atlanta, Justin Gray, Channel 2 Action News. Justin, thank you. And more background on this right now. This is how the homestead exemption works. A homeowner can save up to $2,000 on those property taxes if they live there. Simply put, if you register your car somewhere else, you can't get it. Applications must be in by April 1st. And you're not eligible if your spouse claims a similar exemption anywhere else. Well, there you go. And that's, that's the Republican way suck on the government teat and then when you get caught they pull a trump mind your own business this is paperwork you're, you're smearing me you're coming after me not nothing to see here fake news fake news fake news but this is the republicans see marjorie taylor green 
is a succubus. She's a soul sucker. She's an energy drain. And she's she's a drain on the treasury. Because that money that she sucked out of the the taxpayers' pockets, that could have went to schools, that could have went to roads, that could get the uh, your infrastructure, your traffic lights, whatever it may be to keep the functioning civilization going. But Marjorie Taylor Greene and her husband shoved it in their own pockets. Doesn't that sound just like a Republican? Right. Haiku on the chat. Ethics, schmethics. Who needed ethics when you got Jesus, I suppose. I mean, the, the Jesus they pretend to worship. The golden idol they pretend to worship. I thought Jesus said, give up all your possessions and follow me. Not, uh, I don't know, didn't Jesus also say, render unto Caesar what's Caesar's? No, it didn't say uh, cheat. Cheat on your taxes. Taxes are the admission price to civilization. And these right-wingers and the billionaires who who own them, they, uh, they want us all to pay. They, are, they want us to pay. Well, they ride us and suck on us like we're nothing but hosts from which to suck profit. Talk about takers? Are you kidding me? Parasites is more appropriate. In many ways. All right, guys, guys, I'm looking at the time. I can't believe how fast the time flies on Tower Buster when we're doing a Tower Buster. Thank you all for hanging out. One day at a time, we will get there. We will win. You guys are in the chat. You're doing, you're doing great. I love it. And you can join us on Discord in between shows. What else? What else? Give the show a good review on iTunes. I swear. I keep saying that. One day somebody will do it. No, I'm just kidding. We have reviews. We just... We need more. And we need more of everything. One day, it won't matter, I guess. Because we'll all be... I don't know. We'll we'll already be uh, successful. <laughs> All right, listen, listen, listen up. We'll see what happens tomorrow. I will. I'll try. We'll see. So many things happen all the time. There's never a shortage of things to talk about. Thank you, Paradou. Paradou, you are a great American. All right, my friends. Is Tara Jr. Jr. sleeping? Where is he? No. Tara! Tara Jr. Where is he? Tara Jr. I think he was sitting over there. Where'd he go? Tara Jr. Come here, Jr. Where are you? Where's my Jr.? Junior, he's not listening to me. 
Look who we have, though. Look at Ben, he was sleeping. Little Ray Ray. Hello, Ray Ray. Are you. <laughs> what were you sleep dreaming of? Little Ray Ray. Let's see. He's a very cute cat. He was he's a little groggy. He was only he only got his standard seventeen hours today. Look at Ray Ray. That's you. <laughs> he's a good boy. Look at him. Look over here. Look up here so they can see your eyes. All right, little one. I'm sorry, I woke you up. I know. <laughs> He's a good boy. All right, listen up. Listen up. Remember, <laughs> we will win. We will win. You know it. They know it. Because we're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. I will see you. I'll see you all very soon.